Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Can we just talk about summer for a second? The sun shining, the beach calling, and oh, the style. Macy's is your ultimate summer style destination, whether you're jet setting or just chilling in your backyard. I'm all about easy breezy outfits and Macy's has it all from flowy summer dresses to those must have espadrilles and Levi's skirts. Macy's has them. Oh, and those Dolce Vita sandals. Let me tell you, they're a game changer for all day comfort and style. Don't even get me started on matching sets. We all know I live in matching sets all year long. So I've got my eye on some super chic sets at Macy's. So whether you're prepping for a vacation or a staycation, head over to Macy's.com slash own your style and let Macy's hook you up with everything you need for the perfect summer vibe. That's Macy's.com slash own your style. Don't miss out. Own your summer style with Macy's. Let's make this summer one to remember. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 21- Seeds infused tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds Diageo, New York, New York. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing that you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and two-time People's Choice Award-winning podcast. That was a thrill. We never hear the intro because we haven't had it. No. That is the mojo I needed today. Let me tell you, that is what I needed in my life. It's Monday. Another Monday with you beautiful people. How's everyone doing? I'm about to get my period. Mm. So so great. (laughs) Just wonderful over here. Gassy and bloated and tired. Oh, great. Uh And that just another Monday. Yeah. Just another manic Monday. Easton? Easton's in the studio right now behind the gold mic that Mark has always sat at. And it just, there's something really comforting, comforting about yeah. seeing this, <laughs> someone behind the gold mic. It feels good. feels good. I had to come in here and uh, do some work for uh, a- another show. And uh, it's it's nice to be back in here. I haven't been in here in uh, weeks, months. Yeah, I'm like... Just looking at it makes me, like, salivate at the mouth. <laughs> That's intense. Mark, do you feel jealous? I, I don't know if I'm jealous. I don't love being there because that's work. But um, I'm jealous that everyone's on a mic except me. I'm on my 
voice memo. That's a little jealousy. Oh, right. Why right. are we not? Why hasn't anyone gotten you a professional yeah, setup? Yeah, I've asked a few times, but I'm way, way down the list of priorities. But like getting you a mic, I mean, getting you a microphone doesn't seem that hard. Well, apparently it is. That's weird. <laughs> Um, yeah, we'll work on it. Something that we can, we, maybe we can all pitch in and get you a little mic from Amazon. I know. I feel like the one that Becca's using isn't very high quality, but it's a mic. Right, right. Um, so last week we did the podcast and so for like an hour, hour to two hours or something, I stared at something in your tooth. No, but not only that, not only did we do a full one to our podcast, we went upstairs, you looked at my new office, we like shot the shoot around, we uh, like chit chatted. So you're here for like a whole hour after that. So three hours total. Yeah. And I have to be honest, I kept going to say like, (laughs) hey, there's something in your teeth. But then a conversation would start and I'd be like, okay, I'll tell her when we're done. And there, for some reason, I just never got around to telling you. So I had to find out that I had this giant thing in my tooth from Instagram. People were DMing me saying, I think you have something large and you're stuck in your tooth. And I literally was like, I have been with Becca for the past three hours and she didn't say anything to me. And I, then I was reading all my DMs from that and people were like, that's such a nine Enneagram thing to do. Like that, not tell you no, about your... It's so funny because I'm the person I'll meet someone for the first time or something and if they have something in their nose or in their teeth I tell them so I don't know why that day it just I think I was on my period that day feeling a little frisky didn't want to help his sister out (laughs) it was so huge it was like this giant chia seed but actually the even more alarming part of that was that I have chia seeds in my breakfast so my oatmeal right I had seen Red Star that day, too. So he must have seen this giant chia seed in my tooth, too. Wow. So we're both just, we let you down. But the thing that I think I found the most confusion in is, so you recorded an Instagram story looking at yourself. And I don't you really, like, it. I record things all the time. I don't look at myself. I just record them and post it. No, Maybe we I all should. look at each ourselves and <laughs> go, like, that's that ain't it or oh is that something is there something Not when you're like tooth? recording like a long thing like I was like talking well, to people I'm sorry because one time I went to this event and I had a big piece of like parsley or something in my teeth and no one told me and I was just like chit-chatting around going around the table saying hey to different people not one person told me so I know the feeling and I apologize I like hate having things in my teeth it's like one of my major major um What's the word? Not fears, but not Pet yeah. Peeves? Like I'm always looking at my teeth. Nah. I like them to be clean and pristine. Yeah, clean and pristine is what you want. So clean I'm clean and pristine, and I, at least you didn't leave the house. I was close to it. I was going to meet you for dinner that night. We actually had so much fun. We went and had uh, dinner and drinks with Kayla and Bristow because she just got in town for Dancing with the Stars, and it was such a fun like girls' night and. The dinner was amazing. You know, nothing makes me happier than like that situation. Girl, girl time. Girl time. Yummy food. Rosé. I think I had drank four days in a row. Like my new thing in quarantine is just like drinking. Like <laughs> I think for yeah. a lot of people, that's true. Yeah. Like I've never drank more in my entire life. And I think I had come off of all weekend. I had been drinking all weekend. And then that was a Monday. And I was like, I'm not going to drink today. And then show up to dinner, and there's a bottle of rosé, and I was like, here we go. That rosé was so good, but it made me feel 
Like I got home and 95P was like, are you high? I I was like, no, I, I drank rosé. <laughs> and then Caitlin said that Jason thought she was high too. Oh, really? And then, yeah, you oh, were I like, I'm like, ready to party Yeah, again. I was like, I want to come back, meet you guys again. Yeah, no. No. We were, we were, it was fun. Out Good like time. lights, 930. Um, so this week we had told y'all that we were going to do a questionnaire with, uh, our significant others. So we chose, Mark, correct me if I'm wrong, but we chose the questions that our listeners asked, right? Yes. These are all from listeners. Uh, and I know who sent each one of them. And so, uh, why don't you guys, you can read the, read each one and then I'll tell you what your significant other responded with. Maybe you can predict what they were going to say. If you're nervous to hear what they're going to say. Yeah. I have a bone to pick with one person. I need to go back through and find, hold okay. on, stand All right. by. Great. I have a bone to pick because I'm so scared to hear his response Great. to this question. Oh, that's the last one, I believe, right? Yeah. Well, yes. we want to save that. Don't give it away. Well, there, that was last for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> that is so, no, we're not going to get to it. Okay, do you want to Kelly start? Hudgens, I'm going to have a bone to pick with you. Well, we'll have to get to that one today then because we're going to do some this week and some next week. Yeah, we're going to divvy them up because it just feels like too much. Like, I don't know if I can handle, I don't know if I can handle it all at once. All right. <laughs> Who's going to go first? So, you, Mark, you're going to pick which ones, right? No, no, no. So, you're going to read the question and then Mark's going to read the answer. Yeah. Oh. We'll discuss the question for a moment. Okay. Do you, would you like me to go from bottom to top? Since I'd like I just you to go from top, top to bottom, top. but we'll, still, we'll get that one in today. Okay, okay. Do you like how I don't know how things go? Like, bottom to top? Basic. Yeah, just basic rules of life. Okay. Start with Andy Beck Elliott. Thank you. Andy Beck Elliott. What was your first impression of Tanya's Hinge profile? Did you know that? Did you know who she was before you met? What was your first impression of Red Star's Hinge profile? Um, my first impression was that um, he had, like, a, what I look for in a girl. And the paragraph he wrote in that was, like, so me like it literally described me to a t and so i was like very interested in that aspect and then he made some joke about like dairy and i don't eat dairy either so i was like oh he's like me um and then he was really cute and then i remember he had like one like it wasn't a bathing suit photo yeah, it wasn't he was laying on a lounge chair. yeah but it wasn't like douchey you know what i mean like it was it wasn't douchey in my opinion like it wasn't like him on a beach uh like just being in a bathing suit it was like him on a lounge chair like like a candid shot yeah it looked like somebody else took it and he just put it on there and i saw the bod and was like meow (laughs) okay well here is his first impression of your hinge profile i thought (laughs) i thought she was beautiful for sure but mostly i was attracted to her positive energy that clearly came through even on her profile I didn't know anything about her other than that she worked for iHeart until a few hours before our first date when I Googled her and saw all the videos about former boyfriends, etc. Made for interesting first date discussion, LOL. It's true. What did he see? You, you and the snowboarder? No. no. Um, my bio on Hinge just said iHeart Media, so it didn't really say like what I did. But then right before we were going to meet... Um, I was like, I said, so I was texting him and I was like, I'm kind of nervous. I'd like stranger danger. And so he sends me his Instagram, by the way, and which is private. So I was like, this does nothing for me. Thanks for the info. Um, and then he start, starts sending me videos from the morning show. One of them was like Dr. W. And then the other one was, um, I can't remember what the second one was, but 
one of them was like the end of Dr. W. So it was like, it's kind of sad. Yeah. Um, and he goes, we have a lot to talk about tonight. And I was like, oh. But we didn't talk about it that much. Yeah. Many, many years ago, Tanya went on a date with a snowboarder and we brought our cameras <laughs> along. So if you're bored, look that up because that's fun. Honestly, that was so fun because I've never been less interested in a man. Like, <laughs> I was initially, like, wanted to go out with him. And then when I went out, when I was on the date, I was like, this guy is not a match for me at all. So it's actually quite entertaining. I don't think I've seen that. Oh, it's very. He drove up uh, on a, what, what are those things called? Snowmobile? No, like a Vespa. Or not a Vespa. Uh, what was that thing? Uh, I guess, is it a scooter? Like a moped? Like a like a like a bird, but before oh. birds were like a thing. Wow! Oh. And it like with like scooter. big wheels, with two big wheels. <laughs> and I was like, oh, and he was wearing a hoodie. Wait, yeah. like a oh. Segway? Yeah, a Segway. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Segway. Yeah. I thought those were only like in big cities on tours. Oh no, and baby! All cops. Yeah. Oh no, baby, this guy rolled up in a Segway on that our date. Funny. I'll have to watch that. All right, Becca. What is your fun. first question here? My first question is. Did you watch Becca on The Bachelor? If so, what did you think about her then? Props to Angela Hopgood for that question. Um, This is so funny because we got in a huge... Well, should I let you read the response before I talk about it? Uh, sure, that's yeah. fine. Okay. Yeah. All right, 95P says, I didn't want her to know I had seen her on the show because I didn't want her to think I was some weirdo, but yes... Definitely watched, and all I really remember is that she was extremely charming, likable to all. Everyone on the show and the people watching really loved her, and she was, of course, beautiful. So we got in. <laughs> I remember this actually. This a nice. That was a very nice response. Um, we did get into a fight because ninety five P denied ever having seen my season. Oh, and then I found out that that was a lie. And I just felt like, why lie about that? Because to me, it wasn't like, I mean, I was on the, I'm one of so many that have been on The Bachelor and everyone watches The Bachelor. So it was not like a, there was no reason. So then I started questioning, like, is there anything else being oh, lied lying about? about. Yeah. <laughs> See, I understand that a little bit because maybe like, I don't know, you want to get to know somebody in your relationship, not like something that you see on television. So I don't know. I feel like it was a way of just being like, it's a clean slate. I want to get to know you for you. But if I already knew, I don't know. The The denial of seeing my season is where I was like, when I knew that other seasons had been watched. Watch yeah. I was like, <laughs> I just, it was like the beginning you, of my relationship. I, yeah. So I was just kind of like, okay, if, what, what a stupid thing to lie about. What else are you is lying, being lied yeah, about? Are you lying about anything else that's, dumb i could see that correlation and i would probably do the same that was an, a nice response of redemption for today's answer yeah <laughs> all right tanya give us the next question here okay it's a quickie this one was from savannah bowerman what was your opening line slash your bio on hinge meaning his yes does he remember he does because you and you actually referred to it earlier today Oh, about the, what, what, about like what he wants in a girl? No, the dairy thing. <laughs> oh, that was his opening line? Well, he said, he, he took it as your bio, I think. I don't know. But he responded with, dairy is for baby cows. And you were drawn to that somehow. 
were drawn to that somehow, oh, Mark that's says. So funny. <laughs> I was curious to see if he said who made the first move because that's something that we still argue about. Because in my mind, he made the first move because he is the first one that wrote to me. Uh. In his mind, I made the first move because I liked his photo. But you have to mutually like somebody. So, like, you both have to. Uh-huh. Wait, he's make saying that. you swiping right is a is a, is making the first move. No, because you swipe right, you both match or whatever, and then you can go in and like like photos. Oh. So I liked one of his photos. So he says that's the first move. But he sent the first message. Correct. I think he he made the first move. I think so too. Yeah, because no, nothing would have happened if y'all just kept liking each other's photos. Exactly. Yeah. It's really the great debate amongst... I think it's pretty settled. No, it's, <laughs> surprisingly, it's not. I think we just settled it. <laughs> All right, oh. Becca. Okay. Uh, my next question is from Chelsea Simon, and it says, what do you think of 95 as the percentage Becca gave? Do you agree, and do you like that it has become your nickname for the show? Oh, wait. I am so excited about this answer. And here is... Is it a good answer, Mark? Is it a good answer? Yeah, no, no. These answers are all very good. Okay. In fact, we talked about one was too good, and we're not going to read it. Uh, this one is, to be honest, I was a bit shocked, but extremely relieved to know that we are on the same page. I appreciate the number 95. I think it's pretty accurate. And yes, I'm very pleased with my nickname, Ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we... I've discussed this on the podcast. We've had the conversation together. The 95 was uh, on the spot. It was the response. But I do love that it is the nickname on the show. It's hilarious to me. That's my personal res- That's my personal answer to the question. <laughs> the nickname is so good. Oh, man. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Glad to know we're on the same I page. Know. That's not surprising at all, honestly. How does that make you feel? I'm literally not shocked at all. <laughs> <laughs> feel pretty confident about <laughs> where 95P stands. <laughs> I just wanted to I'm hear, surprised it's not 100P. I'm sure it is, <laughs> but, you know, I'm a little skittish. So. Wow, 95 <laughs> is skittish. Well, no. I'm saying 100 would make me skittish. Uh, yeah, and you're but you're still at the 95, and that is def- defined as skittish. I feel like I established that I'm more at like 85. <laughs> I think is where I said. Yeah, the I feel I like Becca. Like the, 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 you did. You took it back after. I'm good at taking things back. It's <laughs> okay, but that was crazy because you all cannot understand the pressure of answering that on the spot, knowing that. The fight that could be caused based on this number. And on the spot, I went with the higher option to save myself. And then I found out that 85 would have been ex- an acceptable answer, too. So I do have to say, I mean, but I, I give you a little bit of credit because when we did the podcast in Palm Springs and Red Star was literally just like sitting right there on the couch next to us. And I'm getting questions like, is he the one? I was like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, it's di- it's different when they're staring into your soul. It's di- yeah, it is different because yeah. it's like they could always listen, which is whatever. Then whatever, yeah, but it's like, different oh. when you actually see them listening. Yeah, well, you're like, oh. that brings us beautifully to this next question, Tanya. Okay, stand by. 
Okay, this is Allison Elizabeth. Oh, shoot. <laughs> when was the first time you actually heard that Tanya was in love with you? Ooh. I think I know the answer. Do you want to predict it? Uh, I think it was on the radio when we were in the car driving back from Santa Monica. I, like, fully remember it because we were listening to Kiss FM at, like, 7 p.m., Lo and behold, Tanya didn't know that, like, we play best of clips from the morning show on whatever he listens to. And there's they're playing, like, a 90-minute segment of us talking about <laughs> me. I, I bet it wasn't 90 minutes. It just felt like it. No, not sorry. Not, yeah, it felt like 90 minutes because I heard it, and I remember the conversation because it was when I realized I was, was in love with him, but I hadn't told him. And so I hear it, and I just start, like, talking just like I wasn't even probably made I was like because we just had a picnic so I was like should we go get dessert do you want to get dessert maybe we can find some dairy dairy free ice cream there's Van Leeuwen right here it's really close like a map like I'm just like <laughs> spitting out words to try and cover up like the, what's happening on the radio but I think that he definitely heard it because we hear Sisney come in I, I could I talked as long as I could and then I hear Sisney come in with I mean I only met him once and I'm falling for him I was like <laughs> well here is his response. The question is, when was the first time you actually heard Tanya was in love with you? And he says, randomly on the radio while driving in my car. And then again, when we were in the car together and she tried to talk over it. Slightly awkward. <laughs> LOL. He heard it five times. He heard it before that? <laughs> that little didn't tell me. Tanya's red right now. <laughs> because from when I said it on the air till when I said it in real life was literally probably like a month and a half span in between. Oh, yeah. And like every morning I felt like you were asked again, like again and again on the podcast and the show. Like, have you told him? Have you told him? <laughs> God, that is so funny. He heard it by himself. <laughs> Then he heard it again, and you were trying to talk over it, but he had already heard it. <laughs> and he's such a little, like, he always says that he listens, but his commute to work, like, his commute from his house to his office is so quick that he, like, hears maybe, like, 10 minutes of the show. That's all he needs to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta figure out what time that is. <laughs> so funny. All right, Becca, question number three. Uh, my next one is from Stephanie Howell, and... The question is, is there anything you don't know about Becca that you haven't asked but you want to know? This is interesting. I'm interested to hear the answer to this. Well, the answer is, I'm pretty forward with everything, which forces Becca to communicate with me, LOL. So I feel like if there was something bothering me, I wouldn't hesitate. It's true. I, I was going to I was gonna be surprised if there was anything, any, like, anything that we don't know about each other already. Really? Yes. Nothing. Like, not one thing. You could not even understand how uncomfortable I've been the past two years of being forced to communicate my feelings <laughs> in this relationship. It's so uncomfortable for me. But it's been so good. Like, I was thinking, I think I shared this with you. I look back on my relationship with Robert, and it's so interesting, the difference. And I think the significant difference is the challenge of me being forced to communicate my feelings, yeah. which I never really had because, you know, Robert didn't want to encroach on me or like scare me. So he just let me be. And in this relationship, I don't, it's like, no, we're, we're figuring it out right now, which is great, but also just not my natural, um, 
way of handling things. See, that's how I am. Like, if I have a thought. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. I communicate it uh, almost too much. I'm like, wow. The amount of communication yeah. being had over here. No, but that's the thing is that um, I'm a under communicator and 95P is like an over communicator. Yeah. See, I'm an over communicator and Red Star is a, I'd say average communicator. Okay. Not under communicator, not over, but like. Fair. He talks a lot, but just not about his feelings, you mean? Correct. Emotions, got Correct. it. All right, let's go to Tanya. All right. So we are going to do Bryn Coger. Mm-hmm. Bryn Coger. Ooh, do you wish Tanya shared less about you on the podcast? Have you ever thought about something she has shared? Do you know the answer? Uh, I'd say he would probably say yes, less about him on the podcast. Um and then have you ever thought about something she has shared? I don't think so. And here's the response. We've never fought about anything specifically, but publicity has been something we've discussed openly and honestly from the very beginning of our relationship. I'm a very private person, and on top of that, I have kids, so I wanted and I still want to be very intentional about what and how things are publicized. On the other hand, Tanya is very public, especially about her relationships, dating, etc., which I love and admire about her and her career. So it's a balance that we are trying to reach together. I also truly appreciate all of your respect for our privacy. It's actually very accurate. He's kind of a politician. (laughs) Well, here's the thing that's so interesting is like, he is, he's very private and, um, it's not that he's private because, like, I don't understand that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, why do you care? And it's not that I think he's private because he wants to, like, not be public. I think it's just, like, he just, that's how his life has been. He hasn't really been, does that make sense? So it's almost just, like, it's not something that has come naturally to him or come to him in a sense. So it's, like, it's been, I've been trying to communicate to him that it's, I try to, like, bigger picture it and I'm like it's not as scary as you think you know what I mean and like especially when it comes to social media I think a lot of people get nervous that people are going to be mean or like negative or reach out and just be you know mean and I like try to always show him like the messages that I get and how positive and re like encouraging and like beautiful this community is um and so it has it's been like this like fine dance of we have to just like overly communicate because he also respects what I do. And like, he loves it. You know what I mean? He came to the live show and like saw it in real life. And he has a lot of respect for like my passion and my drive and what, and what comes naturally to me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think we have to, we overly communicate everything because it's like uncharted territory. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I think we've been doing a good job. <laughs> All right, so DVD I, I, on that? I think what we'll do on this because we're going to save half of them for next week, and we have an uh, an uneven, no even. Well, I have number. one more. Yeah, one more for Becca, and then Tanya will do the one that you teased earlier. Okay. Okay. Um. So this one's from Shelby Johnson, and the question is: How did you feel when Becca took back her "I love you" after she first said it? <laughs> 
I can imagine that didn't feel great, but I came back within like a week and said it. So I am curious to hear the response. Well, it's, the response starts with a big laugh. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That that eases things. Yeah. I was very confused, to be honest, at first, but then I understood because she wanted to say it on her own terms instead of echoing me. Then I think she said it like a week after or something, so we weren't too far off. Ha ha. It's true. I said it and then panicked because I was like, oh my gosh, I've never said that before. And it was so soon into our relationship that I felt like there's no way I should be saying this so soon. Panicked. And then um, I think it literally was like a week or week and a half later. That would be the worst week ever (laughs) for me. No, because, yeah, yeah, but I was very open about like, I've never said this before and Oh, that's right. I think my feelings are there, but I want to make sure that I'm saying it at my own time and not just because I feel pressure because you said it. So I think it was understood where I was coming from. And it wasn't so much like I don't see myself getting there anytime soon. It was just kind of like, hey, I need to do this on my own terms but without the, the pressure of saying it back. Wait, yeah. Tanya, when did you say it to Red Star? End of May. And has he said it to you? Yeah. Oh, he has. Yeah. I think this is like, new information. But it wasn't like, it's not really like a fun story because we were like kind of in a fight. I love it. It's kind of like a rom-com, you know? You're in a fight and it's like, I love you, okay? Yeah. It was like kind of like one of the, yeah. And we then were, you're like, oh, that's the first time you said that to Yeah. And I was like, and this isn't how I wanted to hear it. You know what I mean? But, um, yes, he did say it back. And the thing that I love about it, or, I mean, I don't obviously, whatever, it happened the way that it happened. But he's not one of those people. Like, I'm one of those people that say, like, whenever Becca and I hang up the phone, like, I'm like, I love you. Like, I just say it. Like, I spew it out like candy. I love saying it to people. He's very intentional. Like, he doesn't say it every night now before we go to sleep. Or, you know what I mean? Like, he'll say it, like, randomly. We're out to dinner, and we're just, I'm just talking something he'll just like say it and it like means so much more just like i love you (laughs) (laughs) and you're like you're the sweet well yeah because it just comes out of nowhere do you know what i mean i don't know how to explain it but it's it's nice because you know he's really meaning it when he says yeah it's not just like he doesn't spew it out like candy well because you said to becca oh that would have been the worst week ever for me well you had months I did. I had months, but it's not like he said it and then took it back. Oh, I see. <laughs> that's true. That's so different. It was like a, and that those months were hard for me. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like it, even if I hadn't said it back and just been like, thank you, I think that would have been equally as unfortunate for 95P. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't not hard. Um, but it was like, I think if he said it and then took it back, I would have been like, yeah, that, that would have stung a little deeper. I get, I get the sting, honestly. Yeah. It was just like, I wanted to look out for myself and make sure I was, you know, doing it on my time and not feeling pressure to say it back just because it was said to me. Right. And I think that's what I tried to do in my situation. Like, I was like, I don't want him to say it be just because I said it. So I was just trying to play cool loosey goosey when in reality I was like, what, what's happening here? You're like anything. 
Anything you want to tell me today? <laughs> no, but you know what's funny? You know when, like, you think it's coming? Like, you, we're, like, having some, like, a super romantic night, and oh, then you're, you like... I, I, like, predicted that he was going to do it. Was that your birthday? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I really set you up for failure. <laughs> was, no, but that wasn't even the only time. There uh, were, like, other times where I was, like, oh, I think, like, I think, it, I think, I just feel it. Like, and here's the thing, too. I, I felt it from him for a lot longer before. So I always felt it, but I was like, oh, I think it's coming. I think it's coming. And then it didn't happen. And I was like, oh, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So Tanya's going to read one more she question. Has a and beef. Then... She has a beef with Kelly Hudgens. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm so scared to hear. Okay. So Kelly Hudgens, this is the question. Have you ever heard Tanya fart on FaceTime? Should we leave this as a tease for next week? I'm fine with that. You know, I love my teases. I need to know. I'm stressed. I think I'm, I think I'm, I like this as a tease. I can't see him tonight and not know. How about this? What if we get Monica from Sheeran and then we do an email and then at the very end of the episode, I reveal the answer. Okay, that's fair. That's teasy enough for me. Um, I just want y'all to know. So I have been a massive fan of Coach Monica since cheer came out like I just think she's amazing and I was so excited to have her on the podcast Tanya this was the same day she had her uh, pelvic floor I know, really so missed, I was, missed some big ones yeah I was I was busy but um I just love her and my wi-fi went out right before we were supposed to start and I was so stressed out because I thought I was not going to get the opportunity to talk to her because she had like interviews back to back and She's just the best. So I hope y'all enjoy this interview. I tried to, I was like fangirling. I was trying to ask questions from the scrubbing in group too. So I, it was a little chaotic because I was so excited, but enjoy this interview. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together.
Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. This week, May 6th through May 13th, Rakuten is having their biggest cash back event of the year. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Ulta, Good American, and Dyson. And top categories like fashion, beauty, electronics, and home essentials. I'm so excited to shop for all new makeup and even some pet products and treats for my dog, Sunny. And during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. This is the perfect time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can save by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, Rakuten deposits your cash back directly into your PayPal account or they can send you a check. Rakuten has 15 million members who are already saving and you can be one of them. Membership is free and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. So go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers, get it. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I feel like therapy, in all seriousness, it wasn't something I ever knew I needed until I started doing it. And I realized how much of an impact it had on my entire life. I think the thing with therapy that's so good is I think that everybody has an ego. We all think that our way is the right way and it's the only way when in reality there is no right or wrong way. And I think therapy really opened me up to that. Like I'm playing therapist in some of my relationships. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's right. How, that's how much therapy has helped me. Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash scrubbing today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash scrubbing. So we have a very exciting guest today. Um, I have been a fan since like beginning of quarantine. We have Coach Monica here. And I just want to say, when I found out that you followed me on Instagram, it was like a highlight of my life. <laughs> and I followed you for a long time. Well, I went to look, you know, when did Cheer come out? Was that in March? January. Oh, Jane, okay, wow. Time doesn't exist anymore. No, <laughs> no. Um, when I went to look at your page and it said follow back, I gasped. I was like, you guys will not believe this. <laughs> um, but I feel like life has just been an absolute whirlwind for you, I would imagine. <laughs> it has. It's been... Um really crazy. I mean, had we not had the pandemic, um, I mean, that was the only thing that slowed us down, you know, and, and we're, I'm used to fast pace. That's what we do basically year round. It's we go, go, go. We have a thousand things we're doing. Um, but added to that, you know, the, the show coming out and the success, we were just, you know, barely hanging on before the pandemic hit. Well, I was going to say, I, cause I feel like there's a lot of shows that come out on Netflix and then you, they have a season, you don't really hear about them and then they're gone. 
And yours couldn't have been more opposite. I mean, cheer was every single person and it happened, it kept rolling out like a new wave of people would be watching it all of a sudden. So it wasn't like it had one moment and then it, people stopped talking. People are still talking about it. And like you said, it's been out since January. It's just kind of, it has to be one of those things because you get asked to do a show on Netflix and you have no idea which direction it's going to go. Oh, absolutely. And especially because it's about cheerleading. Um, you know, we were just hoping that the cheerleading community would watch it. We, we really had no thought that um, a really large audience would watch it just because a lot of people have stereotypes about cheerleading and I didn't think that they would even be interested in, in you know, checking it out. But it literally was, um, as soon as it came out that day, you know, I was, my email, my DMs just exploded with people who had binge watched it. And I, we were just all kind of blown away. <laughs> well, there was something about, I mean, there's something about you that I feel like everyone just, it's the same thing as me saying that you followed me. It was like this. <laughs> like approval of coach Monica you know and it's just funny because you're so humble you're so down to earth you're a hard worker you've been doing this for so long and it's like this whole the whole world kind of fell in love with you and this team and it's such a special it really was just such a special show like how you connected with a lot of these kids who may not have the support at home or you know were struggling with school it was just it was there was, there's just something about you that feels that like comforting, that safe feeling. You're like the Southern belle, but in the best way. <laughs> well, thank you. That's so sweet. Um, I was going to fangirl for a little bit longer, but I know we're short on time and I wanted to, I, we have a very loyal and active Facebook group for the podcast. And um, I wanted to ask some of their questions because everyone, I, I had, over a hundred comments of people wanting to ask you questions on the post that I just posted. So um, I wanted to get to some of those. This is actually one of mine. What was, who was the coolest, most shocking celebrity, like that you had a fangirl moment that when they fangirled over you? <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's really strange because um, like I said, since we weren't expecting this really, uh, as, like when we, anytime we saw anyone tweet about it, we were, all of us were kind of fangirling, um, you know, when Chrissy Teigen, you know, was stretching and showed, did some throwback <laughs> pictures of when she cheered, um, and Reese Witherspoon, just so many people that, you know, we've kind of, uh, followed and watched forever. Um, you, I was excited <laughs> to you know, talk to you, um, you know, obviously, I think the whole world saw me go crazy over J.J. Watt, but that was a, such a surprise. I didn't know he was going to be on the Today Show. Um, I'm just yeah, having really so fun. many wonderful memories. This this has been a crazy, crazy experience. Has there been any, um, like, downsides to the excitement? Because I know, you know, what we all see is just, like, it's fun and you're getting to do all this cool stuff. Has there been any, any moments where you're like, oh, wow, I, I kind of miss when I wasn't known around the world <laughs> um well you know I mean yes definitely um things got weird you know we had to cover the windows at the gym that we practice in because people were videoing through the windows we have people coming by the college pretty much every day um you know looking for us or just taking pictures which is pretty cool but um you know I mean I've gotten some negative things and you may have experienced experienced this as well being on a reality show 
um, I, I was just surprised at how many people, not, not that it was a lot, but just the, some of the things people said that were, you know, so far from who I am, um, you know, the DMs that were negative or, um, you know, I've had some weird things happen as far as uh, people showing up that were a little, you know, just odd that were a little <laughs> yeah. scary. Um, so, I mean, you know, and then just, you know, I don't, I think that's the biggest downside, just the, the, yeah. the comments, the negative stuff. And I really honestly try not to read them because I take everything very personal and, mm -hmm. you know, I want to do better. If someone's, you know, thinks a certain way, I'm like, Oh no, I don't even think that, that I would ever do something like that, you know? So I've just tried to really just like, just take the positive. I know. I always tell, cause you know, it, it is weird when you have so much love flooding in and then there's those few negative ones. And for some reason we always hold on to those instead of all the love, we like focus on the negative and it's like, we, we feel this need to please these people who for some reason don't like us based on this, like, <laughs> tiny you know show of like if, however many hours they've seen of your life it's like I'm more than what you saw on this Netflix show yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, then, and then the way you interpreted some things you know I'm like I don't know how you got that out of it but okay <laughs> <laughs> well what's happening right now with the pandemic and like are y'all able to practice right now or what's happening well you know we had a pretty devastating end to our season because we were supposed to compete in april and we were very you know we were only a few weeks away from competing we had put a lot of time into practice and um had done a ton of full outs we were really you know i mean we could have competed we weren't you know obviously want to clean some stuff up but we were doing really well and everything happened so fast like literally within four days we went from having this amazing last spring break practice to the whole world kind of falling apart and then within those four days our our season was canceled and so it just hit us really fast and we really didn't get to prepare to tell each other goodbye or I mean mm. you know or anything we just met again and turned in uniforms and just had basically a cry fest um I have not had practice with a team or anything since then uh we were supposed to go to camp in July with the new team and that got canceled. So they actually are moving in today. We have our first team oh. meet tomorrow and our first practice next week. Wow. So what are, I mean, are they making, are they requiring you to do certain things for the guidelines or how does that work? Because I feel like there's a lot of contact. in. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, obviously things will not look the same at all. Yeah. All, of, all of our sports got moved to the spring. So we're not even going to have any sports to cheer for right now. Uh, we're going to have them in two separate groups and then smaller groups within the two separate groups to start off. And okay. we'll do, you know, um, we'll have masks and stuff within those small groups, but, um, you know, we're just grateful that we can even come back. So, yeah. I think, you know, it's a small sacrifice to, you know, practice this way, uh, for a bigger picture later on. So, yeah. it, you know, we're just grateful for what, for being able to come back period. So we're just going to push through these weird times of yeah. not really being able to all be together or not being able to come and, practice like we normally would but you know hopefully by the hopefully sooner than later we'll get there I know I know it's like <laughs> everyone's just happy to have any sense of normalcy is like we're grateful for in Absolutely. any capacity <laughs> what um, is your family like I know you have kids and your husband what have they thought about all of this 
Um, <laughs> I mean, they, they've been, you know, excited. I mean, kind of the same as me, just kind of shocked at how it all went down and everything happened so fast. They were, you know, every time something, a new opportunity would come up, we're all just kind of in disbelief, like, oh, wow, I'm flying to LA right now. Now I'm going to New York. Now I'm doing an interview with this person or that person. And so it's just all, you know, not a world that we're used to, but we're all, you know, just enjoying it. So yeah, (laughs) I know. I remember even just the short time I was on The Bachelor, my family was like, this is the weirdest thing. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay, so one of the other questions that I liked was, um, would you go on Dancing with the Stars if you were approached? <laughs> um, that's a good question. I don't know. I got I got the uh, privilege of going to their live show back in the spring before the pandemic hit. So I got to meet Val and, and a lot of the cast members, and they were so nice. And uh, it would definitely be completely out of my comfort zone, but, you know... <laughs> I'm always up for any challenge. <laughs> All right. Good to know. ABC, <laughs> did you hear that? Um, <laughs> um, someone, Crystal Lynn said, if you could pick one person that you were most proud of from the show, as far as how far they came during and after the show, who would it be? Oh, goodness. Well, I mean, all of the kids, but, you know, probably someone like Ladarius. He, um, he and I have... Uh, you know, we have kind of a special bond because we're both so hard-headed and we just kind of do this at all times with each other, but he has come so far, um, just growing, um, and, you know, really working on himself to kind of overcome some of those past, um, demons that he had, you know, Mm -hmm. that he was kind of dealing with. And, um, I've just really, really enjoyed watching the growth that he has had and, really, you know, letting go of that past and being able to, um, you know, work towards his future. And, you know, he graduated this year. He's just got so much going for him. He's really, he's the most fun person to be around. I love, I mean, I felt like every single person, I felt myself rooting for them. You know, I feel like a lot of times when you have a cast with so many different personalities, you kind of go, oh, I don't, you know, I'm really rooting for this person. I don't really like this person or I don't connect with them. And I felt like, there was something about every person on the show where I felt like I wanted them to do their best and I wanted them to succeed and yeah, be able I mean, to and, do and all their routines. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and you know, that, I mean, that's just really truly who they are there. And that was one, one of the reasons I was open to doing the show. Cause I'm actually kind of a very private person. I like to kind of stand to the back and whatnot. So this was once again, very much out of my comfort yeah. zone, but, um, you know, I just feel like the kids that come through this program are very special. Just the work ethic that they have, uh, the determination, the athleticism, you know, it's something that a lot of people didn't realize that happens in, in cheerleading. And, um, you know, I just felt like it, they're so special that it was worth, you know, doing this documentary and showing the world. Yeah. Do you, I know, was there supposed to be a season two and then things shut down or is there going to be a season two? <laughs> you know, we're just enjoying season one and, you know, the ride that we're having with season one. So, yeah. I feel like that is a non-answer answer, <laughs> which gives me anything about a season two. <laughs> um, so, 
I, I have one more question, then I'll let you go, because I know you, you have, like, interviews back-to-back. Um, <laughs> I guess, after all of this happened, were you approached, because Navarro is a small school, it's such a small community, were you approached by bigger schools and, like, bigger programs to come and coach? No, I wasn't. Um, I mean, I had a lot of um, coaches reach out to me just um, from other programs just with the whole, I mean, lots of different messages as far as just like, thank you for, you know, showing the world, you know, that what athletes, the kids really are, or just really a lot of positive feedback from Mm -hmm. a bunch of different coaches in the industry that, you know, I was happy that, you know, that they acknowledged that and that they were happy with how it turned out. (laughs) Cause it's a scary thing to do as you well know, you don't know how the show's going to, you don't know how it's going to turn out. You know, you're, you know, you're putting yourself out there and you're filming, but you know, at the end of the day, you don't know what's going to, what the end result will be. Yeah. I mean, you just hope for the best that the edit is in your favor. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, oh wait, I have one more question. There's a photo. I think it's Morgan and she has a, it looks like a sports brawl and it says F I O F M U. And they want to know what that stands for. <laughs> Uh, well, in in the world of cheerleading, most teams have their own personal letters that stand for something, and it's really just a team. Uh, you have to be on the team, obviously, to know, but it's um, just an acronym uh, uh, that like brings the team together, like a unity type thing from uh, years and years past. So, uh, just something, you know, it's just an acronym that makes us feel special and, and bring our teams together from all years. Oh, I love it. So it's almost like a, it's like a sorority code. Correct. Kind of like that. Yeah. And, and most cheer teams, you know, and have some kind of letters that they call their own. And we were surprised. It was so funny. The things that, that come out, you know, like so many people were focused on, I mean, we never mentioned that. It's just, it was on our clothes and, and stuff. And I mean, that was such a big topic of discussion (laughs) on social media Everybody wanted to know, people were selling clothes with it. We're like, hold on a second. That's kind of a, that's not like a, the whole world gets to wear that, you know? Yeah. Everyone's like thinking that they're part of the Navarro (laughs) cheer team. (laughs) So funny. Um, Well, thank you. So I I could talk to you all day, but I know you're busy and I just love you. I think I'm just so happy for all your success and everyone on the show and hopefully moving forward to maybe another season. Um, I just, I think you're amazing. Oh, thank you. I think you're amazing too. Maybe when the pandemic's over, we can can hang out. Yes. When you're in LA next time, if it's allowed, we're going to do dinner or something. Perfect. That sounds (laughs) amazing. Thanks, Monica. All right. Bye. Bye. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. 
I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Haymave, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls' nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades. Or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds Infused Tequila is a must-have. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh, and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They know the feeling, and their authenticity experts live for it. When that sneaker sole hits the court and hits you right in your soul. When catching a streetwear drop means everyone else is catching envy. When that watch seems to stop time, that handbag drops someone's jaw faster than they can say, I want one. And that shiny piece of jewelry puts you right in the spotlight. If that's the feeling you're after, satisfy that craving at eBay. That's where the thrill of the find meets that feeling of real. Go ahead. Type it in. Anything. Hit search and boom, you'll know when you find it. Let's call it a real scroll stopper. 
Right next to it, you'll see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee. That's how you know it's the real deal. And that's also how you know that eBay's got your back. They're making sure that authenticity is always in reach with real experts checking the things you love. Shop with confidence knowing that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is authentic through a hands-on, detailed inspection by real people who are real experts and love this stuff just as much as you do. Sneaker authenticators who make sure each pair is as authentic as it is fresh. Streetwear experts who know real head-to-toe. Handbag authenticators who've had a handle on all the details. Watch experts who know all of the watchouts and jewelry experts making sure that jaw-dropping piece is jaw-droppingly real eBay's authenticity experts are on a mission to make sure when the thing you love arrives, it's as authentic as your style. All this to say, when you find it on eBay, you found it for real. So hit that buy it now button with confidence. And when it finally hits your doorstep, know that the only thing unreal is the moment you unbox it. Knowing it's authentic without a doubt, that's something you have to experience for yourself. At eBay, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach with eBay authenticity guarantee. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. All right. Way to hold it down. I freaking love her. I'm I'm serious. If she comes to LA, we're going to dinner together. I appreciate you holding it down. I do also have to say um, that I have gone to my second pelvic floor appointment (laughs) and that she saw a lot of progress in my pelvic floor my second uh, time around. So uh, all-star student over here and um, my pelvis, pelvic floor is getting looser by the minute. We love to hear it. Thank you. Um, We're going to do an email and give some just great advice and wisdom. And then we're going to get the answer to Red Star hearing if he, if he's ever heard Tanya fart over FaceTime. <laughs> Which, if you listen to the podcast, you know has happened. We just don't know if he heard. All right. This is from Anonymous. She says, so my boyfriend and I have been dating for seven years. And recently we've been really struggling. The root of a lot of our problems is Snapchat. I use Snapchat no more than the next millennial to talk to my friends on a regular basis. My boyfriend has this thing where he looks at my Snapchat score and notices it goes up a fair amount each day and thinks I'm Snapchatting other boys. I've given him the option to look at my Snapchat and reassure him, but he doesn't want to be that boyfriend, so he doesn't. He thinks the fact that I don't just delete it is inconsiderate to his feelings, and I care more about the app than I do him. Obviously, this isn't true, but I solely use Snapchat to talk to my friends, and I do not Snapchat other guys. What do you think I should do? This is so interesting. I don't use Snapchat at all. So, like, to me, I'm like, just delete it if it's a problem. But I know that would be, like, if Instagram was a problem. and Right, right. I would, like, take Snapchat out of it, equate it to something that you use regularly. Okay, so let's say it's Instagram. Okay. But if I'm not doing anything wrong... It's like there's just a trust. I mean, how do you, how do you convince someone that you're not doing anything? Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't really understand why. I guess my thing is, is there another reason why he has the trust issue with this? If they've been together for seven years. That's, that was my trigger here is like, it's not the Snapchat. There's obviously something else to it. Like, I love you. Was it anonymous? Yes. I love you anonymous, but I feel like we're not getting the full story. Because if it was just the Snapchat or whatever, I feel like he would want to, I don't know, I feel like we're missing something. I think what you need to ask him is like, 
what what is it about me or this score or whatever what like tangibly what is it that is making you upset or like making you question anything about me and then like what can we actually do mm-hmm. to ease that fear or anxiety or whatever like tangibly what can we tangibly do and if he says like nothing then or i mean i guess he is he saying delete it mm-hmm. well look he has trust issues and there's a reason for it either he's been mm-hmm. cheated on the, in the past Anonymous right. has done something behind his back that we are not being made aware of. Or three, he just has deep-seated insecurity issues. All of these, or none of these, but some, some combination of these, I think, has got to be the issue here. So this is tough because it's his issue to get over. It's not your issue to guide him through it. You don't have to delete apps off your phone. You don't have to only speak to certain people because if you do delete the Snapchat, there's going to be more stuff. He's not going to like yeah. you being friends with certain people because they're bad influencers or something like that. You can't you can't give on this issue or he's going to take a mile. So he's got to get over it somehow and he's got to figure that out or he's not the guy for you. I was going to say or or what if I mean, sometimes, you know, we project what we're doing onto other people. Like what if he's doing something that's sneaky and he's assuming that that something's going on with you because of your Snapchat score or whatever. But I agree. I think there must there might be like a underlying issue that y'all need to address or he needs to open up about and that way y'all can solve that because I agree Mark I think deleting Snapchat he's gonna find the insecurity or the um distrust somewhere else right seven years too it's a long time I'm confused there's got to be some trust issues that he's had from either a past relationship or something. Yeah, seven years, you'd think he'd be in a better place with the whole situation. Yeah. This sounds like a seven-month issue. I was reading about the um, the fallacy of, what's it called? The fallacy of spent time, I think it is. Has anybody ever fallacy? heard of that? Fallacy? Isn't that when, um, isn't that like a penis? <laughs> it's phallic. Phallic or a phallus, but no, that's not what I'm referring to. <laughs> Oh, I was like, what are you It's the feeling of I should continue in this relationship because I've spent seven years in it. And that's flawed. Oh, that's yeah. flawed logic. It's flawed reasoning. That time is already spent. So don't, that time's gone. That time's not coming back no matter what. Are you happy now? Is this working for you now and in the future? And that's what you need to focus on. Same thing with money. Well, I should keep going with this, whatever it is, because I've spent this much money on it. doesn't matter. That mm-hmm. money's gone. Deal with it now. Deal with the situation at hand. That's a very good point. I, I have a, I've had a lot of friends who have been in long re- relationships where it's kind of like, oh, the thought of starting over sounds horrible. And it's like, but you have a lot of life left. I know live. that. Me too. That Like when people are like, oh, I wasted this many years. I'm like, I don't think you wasted that. No, we we talked yeah. about that. How like I, I never view relationships as a waste of time because like any – any even friendships like I never consider them a waste of my time because I've grown or learned something from that person that I wouldn't have learned or grown not having them in my life at a certain point. So I always get upset like when people are like, "Oh, you're wasting your time." It's like if you're happy and you're enjoying each other, then be together. If you're not, then don't be together. Yeah. Like it's really more simple than we make mm-hmm. it. It's called the fallacy of sunk cost. If anyone's interested in pursuing Sometimes it further, Sometimes Becca just really preaches. The gospel. Oh. <laughs> All right, here we go. Should Ready we... for his answer? No, I don't. I don't know. So, what do we know Am so far? Not... We know that this did happen while you were on Facetime. The question is whether or not he heard it. Correct. And so, our dear friend, the listener, K 
Kelly Hudgens, scrubber extraordinaire, decided to just get to the bottom of it and ask him. I know, because here's the thing. So whatever his response is, okay, let's hear his response. Okay, she said, have you ever heard Tanya fart on FaceTime? Red Star responded, LOL, no, and as far as I know, she never has. And then he put a winky face. <gasps> cryptic. <laughs> That is so cryptic. That winky face has, it could mean so many different things. It could things. mean this is so many things. <laughs> <gasps> Do we think he heard? What does the winky face mean? Maybe the winky face is like, I know, but I'm going to be pretend. a gentleman. I, that's how like, I read it. <laughs> I was about to say it's so anticlimactic until the winky face. Wow. I think he heard. Or, yeah. So now I have to have a conversation about it. Great. That's why I want to take it up with Kelly Humphreys. That's not her name. (laughs) What's her name? Kelly what? Kelly Hudgens. Kelly Hudgens. Because now it's going to be a conversation. What are you going to (laughs) say? Like, how do you bring... Like... (laughs) I don't know. I haven't talked to him since... He answered all Can't we just leave it be? You keep your dignity. That's what he's trying to do here. Oh, okay. So just like being sexy. I think allow him to let him keep your dignity. Okay, fair enough. No conversation to be had. Wow. The fact that I haven't farted in front of him is like so good. I'm thrilled with the winky face though. That's exactly what that was a high that I needed. (laughs) So next week we'll finish the questions and Olivia Holt's gonna be on the show. Yay! It's going to be so fun. Um, I can't wait to answer more questions. Y'all are very respectful about the questions that you asked and mark the ones that you chose. It's like giving insight without being, um, you know. Too invasive? Yeah. We were talking about that, how nice it was, the questions. It was, like, very respectful. Yeah, like, I felt as though sending him those questions, I was like, I think this might make him feel, like, better. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Just about the whole thing. Um, okay. Well, we'll be back next week. And have a great week. Can't wait to hear um, the party happening on my street right I now. I just what thought there was an earthquake. I just <laughs> panicked. So oh. I live on a busy street and cars drive by blaring their music. So it's always fun. My Never whole a dull body moment. shook. I felt like that might. Wow. Um, anyways, we will see you next week. We love you guys and have a great day. Love you. Bye. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year 
Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. Yes. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps get them through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com.